Mm. Did you come back for the sequel? I guess you did if you can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun trying to figure out what to say to start the episode with. Is that Sometimes like a stress we, for you? I, I, I don't know if it's a stress or if it's just a like... Um, I don't know what the right word would be, but sometimes we end up just looking at each other like, okay, who's going to start? <laughs> you know, that's that's literally how my strategy is for it to work. Is yeah. I because I never plan an intro. Yeah, I literally all and I, I every single episode so far, I will tell you this, and I don't, I didn't want to tell you this, but I, I will tell you now because it's a spoiler. <laughs> but all I do is gaze into your eyes, and I'm like. <laughs> Does he look dead inside? Is or? he going to say something? Yeah. Like, I just I just gaze, and that pressure just builds. Until one of us breaks. <laughs> so, proof for you guys out there listening that this is totally unscripted, and we have no idea what we're doing. It's like buying a used car. First person that talks loses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, it's funny, because I, I actually do notice it um, where... Like if you had a really long whatever day before, you know, like with work, Mm -hmm. your daughter, anything, it's like I can I can see it like inside out. Like all the people at the command console are just tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just propping their eyes open with toothpicks and tape. Yeah. And other days I'm just like, I'll just let Carter do it because I got no freaking clue how this is going to (laughs) work. But anyways, uh, this is part two of Trailers. Yes. Welcome back to our Trailer Reactions episode. Part two, Mm -hmm. we have five more exciting trailers for you to listen to and hear our thoughts on. These trailers are all for upcoming recent, not recent, recent's the wrong word, recent describes past tense. Uh, Uh, Current uh, upcoming movies of this year, so for 2022. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we're just doing the trailers and talking about them to kind of give you, you know, like some people just don't watch trailers and mm-hmm. I think it's informative, but it doesn't guarantee that we're going to actually going to review that movie until later on when it's available on a streaming platform. Right. And that's because Carter's the intelligent one that understands <laughs> that our show is about streaming. So it's accessible for everybody, mm-hmm. not uh, uh, unstranded and theatering. <laughs> and obviously we've made a few exceptions like for Spider-Man. And yeah. So, and and I think it would be too soon to just nix any other special projects in the future so i'm sure there will be more but yeah but yeah with our focus on streaming platforms a lot of these trailers are theatrical releases but we decided to include a couple that are definitely exclusives to such as netflix or disney plus so yeah we've got five more for you so strap on in and (laughs) without further ado next up we have the batman Trailers. Police! Hands up! Stay still! Get out of here! Brother. 
match. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. Coming to us March 4th, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Who once also played a bat man. <laughs> Clever. I see what you did there. He can't get away from it. He just fucking can't. No. Um, I'll say with, okay, it just has to be said, Batman the most overdone superhero character mm. ever. Mm-hmm. There are so many different varying franchises that have come from Batman. Mm-hmm. So many different actors, so many different characters. A lot of them good. Some of them not as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a few. The, the ones from the 80s and 90s were very cheesy. Um, and yet they, they still have their charm, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they definitely have charm. Um, the Dark Knight trilogy from Christopher Nolan the bar yeah that that's the one that raised the bar that set the bar all of that mm. all of the acting in there the the filming they're fantastic movies very good mm-hmm. the recent dc universe has been so so sad trombone that one <laughs> agreed fully honestly i i wasn't upset about ben affleck and him taking the role and all that yeah and I actually kind of liked the Justice League movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Batman versus Superman was kind of overdone and forgettable and mm-hmm. didn't really wasn't really necessary. But this movie actually looks like it's going to be really good and I'm excited to see the fresh take. Mm. The actors that they cast are looking like they're going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um it's so dark mm. and very brooding like it's much darker, much more ominous looking than anything of what happened in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. The featured villains are the Penguin and the Riddler. Yeah. Which the Riddler, it sounds like, is going to be just like almost on par with Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker from the Dark Knight. Like very Feels disturbing. Feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, very scary, very disturbing. Um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, not even recognizable. Brilliant casting, isn't it? You can't even tell it's him. Yeah. 
<laughs> I saw a post on Instagram the other day. Um, he tested his prosthetics yeah. and all of his makeup by putting all of it on, and he went to Starbucks. Like in <laughs> in the weeks leading up to starting filming, nobody recognized him. Oh wow! And it's obvious. Like I can't even tell that that's Colin Farrell. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Mm. She's proven herself as a great action like actress. Mm-hmm. So Zoe Kravitz is there in my book. And now Alfred being played instead of um, somebody much, much older. Mm-hmm. or And even like Jeremy Irons in the previous movies wasn't super old. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely like he felt like a good Alfred character. It's now. Oh, shoot. I just spaced on his name. He's. Ulysses Claw from MCU. He's Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh man, uh, um, Andy. No, Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus. Uh huh. I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing this. Like, I'm not putting too much stock in it mm-hmm. in case it's heartbreaking and and all that, but um, or disappointing for whatever reason. But it looks like it has the potential to be a really good retelling. I am so excited for this. <laughs> so excited because. The Ben Affleck and and when they casted Ben Affleck as Batman, I was like, let's see what he's got. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not against the man. It it seems like a weird casting, but I was definitely not one of the people that's like, boo, Ben Affleck. Right. Then I saw Batman versus Superman for free and shuttled, <laughs> and I was really fucking pissed off about it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> It, it it was like a every time Batman showed up, it was like a four minute segment advertisement for a really really grungy CrossFit program. Yeah, and it really pissed me off because I'm like, I'm not physically fit. Uh-huh. I'm not the demographic for this. <laughs> I, you better be kicking ass out there, man. But no, he brooded the whole time. Yep. Robert Pattinson for all his sins of uh, <laughs> Twilight, etc. That exists in its own category. There are fans of that series. Good for them. I I'm happy for them that mm-hmm. it exists. I never was excited about Robert Pattinson until I saw Tenet and his performance in it shifted my opinion rapidly that I said, wow, this guy's got some chops. Mm-hmm. Now, in real life, he's like a kind of a weirdo and maybe he's kind of arrogant or into himself. And, and that's fine. As long as if that's just his, the worst thing about him or what he's done in his life, I, I, I'll take that. Right. Versus all this like, you know, crazy allegations of abuse. Right. <laughs> so as long as Robert Pattinson's not doing anything nasty or dirty to other people, whatever. He's he'd be an arrogant little prick for all I care. Sure. He proved himself in Tenet. I'm really excited to see him as Batman. The, this new Batman film is exactly what ginger is when you're given it at a sushi place. It's a palate cleanser. Ah. It's for you to be ready for the next thing. So if this movie tanks, I fully like fully admit, I'll be like, wow, that was a really shitty movie. <laughs> Never again. But if it's great, it's a palate cleanser to get me ready for the next what? I'm sure they'll do a trilogy, right? It's Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They they are like secretly trying to find machines that print money, not make movies. Right. So if this can succeed, I'm all for it. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Hopeful for it, but we'll see. If anything we get out of that, it's gonna be the sweet, sweet Batman car. Palette cleanser. Palette cleanser. Mm. Mm. Refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that car looks fantastic. Isn't it cool? Like you described it as like Mad Max esque. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like if Bruce Wayne didn't get his inheritance, but he's still crazy. Right. And he's still out to like murder like mentally disabled people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is that Bruce Wayne. And still like on a Tony Stark level of like knows how to fix things up mm. and 
make his own little Batmobile car out of an old Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is cooler than Dom's Charger mm-hmm. in Fast and the Furious because at this point it's it's insane. Yeah. But this is like a weird grounded thing of um and I think he has a did it seem like he had a bike in one scene? I saw him like on some handlebars. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like maybe a bat bike. I mean one of the cool things about Batman is gadgets. Yeah. So if if this movie is shit, at least the trailer's proved to me the car can look cool mm-hmm. and I'm much more excited, and this is unfair to say, but the <laughs> Lego version of that car looks really cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm more excited about the new Batman than Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. I just want to say. Oh, that's okay. You're allowed to have your opinion. Um, my right opinion. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, question. Question, mm, question time. Yes. Oh, it must be one of mine, if that's yeah. your reaction. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I really despise birds. <laughs> so Wow, I did not see that coming anywhere. <laughs> I have a history with birds. I really don't care for them. So <laughs> ducks can go suck it. Um, I would rather have one horse-sized duck than 100 small horses. Okay. I, I would never hurt a horse. That's just... Okay, so yeah, because the, the, it implies that you have to fight it. Right. Like, there's if, no choice. If, yeah, if I'm put in a ring and I'm given the option between <laughs> these two things, but it, one of them is happening, I would rather have a horse-sized duck because I know I could climb on top of that thing and probably choke it out. And, <laughs> but I would rather, I would rather fight one duck than a hundred horses, regardless of size. Okay. I have to find a movie that involves <laughs> birds as the thing. Cause I really, there's, there's a lot to unpack here, Carter. You mentioned history. You have a history. I do have a history with birds. With birds. Would they you just like had, to know that history? Yes, please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. We could burn my iPad. Fuck the rest of the trailers. I need to know why you have a problem with birds. Little tidbit about me. I was raised on a farm. Okay. Out in the middle of nowhere, just podunk Deer Park, Washington. <laughs> um, one thing that uh, my family has, has been really big on is self-sufficiency. So not mm. relying on a grocery store for everything. Um, so my dad has a garden. Um, we've had uh, goats and Um, pigs and chickens and stuff before um, for things like eggs and meat and milk, all that stuff. Um, When I was younger and still living with my parents on the farm, uh, we decided one year when I was, uh, I think I was like 11, 12, we Mm. were going to try raising a batch of chickens to grow and (laughs) then kill for meat. Mm. So we would have chickens in the freezer and it started with 25 chickens. We ordered them in the mail. They came to the post office. Like Li- Sears? Live chicks. Yeah. <laughs> live chicks in the mail. We got a phone call to go pick them up. And we bring them home. And we put them in a small indoor pen for the first couple weeks as they get bigger enough, yeah. big enough to get outside and handle being outside. And then they go in this mobile pen that we would move around a pasture. So they, every day they have a new square of fresh grass and bugs and stuff to eat. Oh. Um, so free range essentially. Right. Um, not quite, but for the most part, free range, they get a new square of grass every day. Um, <laughs> 
And then when they get to be 12 to 14 weeks old, depending on how big they are, then we butcher them all at once. And oh, wow. yep, all in one day, um, start to finish. And it's an all day thing. It started with 25 of them when I was like pre high school. Okay. And every summer we got more, oh, more and more and more until the biggest summer that we had 500 chickens in a summer Oh, spaced over like, I think we did three batches. Like it was, um, 200 and then 150 and 150. Yeah. So three separate times we had this batch of chickens going out and multiple cages and, um, the whole production, it's here. a whole production. And at that point it took like two days each for butcher day for each group. So we were spending like combined total of like about a week just in the butchering and processing part. Oh, I had the unfortunate and most messy job of actually like cutting throats oh. and defeathering and, um, cleaning them all up initially okay. to get them in the barn. And then my siblings would had other jobs from there. My siblings and my parent parents. Um, but I had the worst job. I had the messiest job and I did to this day, not a fan. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't do birds. It's a traumatizing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thing. done with that. I would still eat chickens. And honestly, all these skills that I've acquired with this, yeah. if I needed to someday, if, if the world tanks and, you know, EMPs get launched and we yeah. are sent back to the stone age, I can raise and process my own food. Mm -hmm. I just hate, I hate, I hate so, so it's the physical labor <laughs> part. Like, and I guess at this point it's PTSD mm -hmm. of just slaughtering chickens all day long. Yep. So, so you actually don't hate them. It was just the, the having to deal with them. All yeah. day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't hate birds, but ducks fall into that category of a bird, small feathered creature okay. who I once had to deal with. <laughs> was it like, is it frightening to, to, to take their life or anything like that? Cause I wouldn't say it was frightening or severely traumatizing. Yeah. It's just not something that I really want to do anymore. Like if given the option, I would rather go buy my chicken from yeah. already processed from Costco yeah. than do it myself. But I know that if I need to do it myself, mm -hmm. I have that ability to. That's, yeah, I don't I don't have that ability. I, I would be so fucked. Like if like EMP goes <laughs> off, I'm like, shit. Like <laughs> I would drive to you and be like, I need a, chi I need two chickens, Carter. <laughs> I know you have PTSD from this, but I need two chickens. <laughs> yep. We'll team up. If, if the end of the world comes sooner than we think it does, we'll, we'll team up. We'll take care of each other. If the chicken's dead, I will detect, I, I will do the rest for you, but I don't think I could take its life. Yeah. But I'm telling you, dude, if there's a guy down the street and we need to pop some heads, I'm down with killing a man. <laughs> It's weird. Animals, it's like animals I couldn't kill. Yeah. But another human being, it's like, you know, there's the circumstances that justify it. I'm not just like, kill anybody anytime. Right. That's really terribly unfair. But, you know, I hear like, hey, there's a really shitty guy down the street. He He's a murderer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with murdering a murderer. Right? All right. That's fair. I, I walk a very, very thin line. Like... <laughs> I know all this sounds like justification for like doing terrible things. Yeah. And that's true. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, what, what's your answer to the ducks or horses? It would have to be uh, one horse sized duck. Okay. I would attempt to fight it. I don't think I would win, <laughs> but I could play dead and then try to ride it. Mm. And I think if there was a way to have my tombstone say that the last thing I did was ride a giant horse sized duck before my death. 
I don't think I'd be an upset man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Like, obviously, Buddhism, we'd be reincarnated. So maybe I'll come back in the next life as a horse-sized <laughs> duck. Who knows? <laughs> but for the time being, there are worse and um, much more embarrassing ways to die. Yeah. You know? This is exactly what I was hoping for for these questions, was to <laughs> open us both up and give people a chance to really get to know us better. <laughs> It's weird. Somehow we made this episode and less people listen to the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> than more. <laughs> uh, All right. Next trailer. Next up, we have Turning Red. This is a Disney Plus uh, exclusive. Mm. It sounds like from the little bit of looking into it that I've done, this was going to be a theatrical release, but then they decided to nix that idea and it's only going to Disney Plus. Yeah. To get a book to get a Go. I'm Maylin Lee. I wear what I want, say what I want, 24 7, 365. I know, it's a lot. But I don't got time to mess around. Oh, about that hustle, am I right? Poor town. This is gonna be the best year ever. And nothing's gonna get in my way. Breakfast is ready. It's coming. It's gonna be me. Ah! Is everything okay? I'm a gross red monster. Don't look at me. Stay back. This happened already. What did you say? <laughs> Our ancestors had a mystical connection with red pandas. Are you kidding me? This little quirk brought us in our family. You were so cute. Sick. I've always wanted a tail. I'm a freak. We love you, May. You're our girl. (sighs) Whoa. You're you. Any strong emotion will release the panda. Abby, hit me. (gasps) Oh. Do you know how dangerous this is? You'll get whipped up into a frenzy and panda all over. OMG! My whole life I've been perfect little May May. But maybe I like this new me. <laughs> Mama's girls. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> that actually looks really cute <laughs> <laughs> had you seen a trailer for that yet not that one. That I, so, I hadn't either that looks so fucking good <laughs> <laughs> the kid with the trombone he was like what <laughs> That's a good time. So, the latest Pixar entry about a girl who, <laughs> when experiencing a strong emotion, i.e. Hulk, <laughs> she turns into a giant red panda. Yes. 
Yes, I'm very, I'm very excited about that film. That looks awesome. It looks so good, and it's March, so it's like it's we're a few weeks away. Yeah, that's March fourth, I believe. Um, um, and yeah, available on Disney. So this is um, by the time you hear this episode, it'll already be available. Yeah. Um, go watch it. It looks fantastic. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the trailer. I, I like that it deals with um, a, an Asian youth. Mm-hmm. There's a new perspective, and this one, this one, I can actually be, you know, like I can be like, oh, okay, well, I, obviously not a girl. You're allowed to talk about this now. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm like, <laughs> I, I can see like, I mean, are they going to like really portray growing up in an Asian household? Um, right off the bat, they showed the the parents. They're mm-hmm. kind of like oblivious to American culture. Like they get it, they 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 know it. Yeah. But they're not really aware of it, and they're kind of afraid of it. And like the father being like, "Oh, it happened now, like, <laughs> happened already." Yeah. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> it's it's very a- Asian without being like, "Oh, this one's for Asian people." You know what I mean? Right. It just happens to be an Asian gal, and obviously, maybe they picked it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But the the red panda thing is cool. I like the coming of age story, and I like the uh, the touching of the awkwardness of it. What it is to be a teenager. And trying to grow up multicultural too, on top of just the regular standard teenager bullshit that right. is already stressful enough. Yeah, and maybe it's because I'm having a daughter that's half Asian. <laughs> that's also going to excite <laughs> me about it. I'm like, hey, she's going to hate it. I'm going to be like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever in the world, babe. Check it out. <laughs> but sorry, you were saying? Yeah, I, just a fun little tidbit here. Um, when I looked up the trailer, I saw that this is the directorial debut for the director of the Bow short film. Oh, yeah. And Bao was good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their name, but yeah, Bao, the short film, you can mm-hmm. find it on Disney+. Plus. That was, which one was that released with? Was that... Uh, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. It was I think like Incredibles. Two, I think it was Incredibles too. It may have been, yeah. So yeah. a few years back, Bao came out. That was a really good, cute short film. Mm-hmm. Um, same director. Yeah. So this is the official feature-length directorial debut. I, I'm excited because Bao really hit home for me, like on a personal level. So yeah. to see that, um, and I guess this is where I used to think, I used to like foolishly believe, oh, representation doesn't matter. It's just one of those things that we all say to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. But now I kind of like, I'm like, I get it. I fucking get it. Like you need, you need people of the same worldview mm-hmm. or, or experiences that have experienced things the way you did to share their art, not overimpose or take over other things, just another chance for a representation thing. And, God, it's so important. And it's it's funny. It's funny. The kid with the trombone thing, yep. hilarious. The other kid that almost lost his life <laughs> with the dodgeball. Oh, my gosh. Children getting into near-death experiences <laughs> on the playground. <laughs> funniest thing in the world to me. I love it. <laughs> You're just moments away from either having an awesome day with mom and dad mm-hmm. or just going to the park and being cool or just like the worst day in your freaking life. <laughs> Saw my life flash before my eyes as yes. I ducked out the way of a dodgeball. <laughs> and that's like, that's that uh, shit that wakes me up. You know, like that's what gets me going during the day. Right. Every day I wake up, I'm like, today could be just any other old day or it could be some shit going down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome. Questions? Questions. Yes, questions. Um, questions. You've already drawn, so I think a couple times. I'm I think that, yeah, I think it's yours. I think I'm well overdue for my oh yeah the last one was the ducks my and horses asmr <laughs> you and your trauma your duck story really got me because you set me up for a ser- i thought like i i literally when you're like i have a history i did not envision this like 
agricultural upbringing that just kind of like wore you down. Uh-huh. I pictured your dumb ass at a playground with like a lunchbox. Just getting attacked by and a And a swarm of crows. <laughs> like crows just left and right. Nope. No birds. <laughs> like you wear glasses because part of your retina was slightly like detached from a crow attack. I envisioned this massive, massive violent uh, oh, moment. Man. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful that you did not have that experience. <laughs> But I'm also kind of bummed that you don't have that level of a right. Batman backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Dead parents aren't enough. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, this one's yours. <laughs> if you could cast an actor to play you in a biopic, who would it be? <laughs> well... <laughs> He's not an actor, and now, after current world events so far, he is not the craziest dictator in the world anymore, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> it would be hilarious <laughs> to have Kim Jong-un, much more tame and without all the powers that he has, uh-huh. uh, to play me in a film, because it would be just as incompetent as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping, when I heard you start talking about dictator and i I figured you were gonna go with kim jong-un mm. i was hoping you were gonna say like randall park from the interview oh, fuck, as randall kim jong-un <laughs> <laughs> as kim jong-un as dylan lee <laughs> frustrated <laughs> daniel park would be a good he'd have to be like chubbier he'd yeah. have to put on a few pounds for this sh- the the movie uh-huh but daniel park would be a great uh oh man you know, I think it would be a fun twist to have play me, though. Mm. Like, I feel like deep down inside, Aquafina should play me. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> sometimes when I get my hair, you know, like your haircut's only good for like five days. Yeah. Like, so the moments before your haircut and, and five days after your haircut, it's all shit. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I get my haircut, and I look in the mirror and for a second, for a split second, I'm like, <gasps> I look like an angry lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent that to a friend who is an angry lesbian oh, and no. she agreed. <laughs> So I'm torn. So you're justified. Do I have Aquafina play me or Daniel Park (laughs) or Kim Jong-un or Daniel Park as Kim Jong-un as me? I like that one. (laughs) Uh, So you think Daniel Park would be a good fit? Randall Park. Oh, Randall Park. Yeah. I I think he would be a good. (laughs) Or Bobby Lee. He would play you well. Bobby Lee from Mad TV. Oh, that'd be funny too. Bobby Lee. I'm more. My physique is more Bobby Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you have? And then I'll tell you who I think should be too, depending on your answer. Mm, Okay. Since I did that to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the film, okay. So the film, it's just called, it's perfect. It's a, it's a poster. It's just you sitting in a chair, looking straight at the viewer. Mm-hmm. You're now this, imagine you're walking in AMC and you walk by and then in just big, bold font says Carter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if it's about the president right, or about a man named Carter. Mm-hmm. And it has to be white font. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backing has to be blue and you sitting in a chair with a spotlight right on you and you staring straight at the viewer. Mm, that's perfect. Yeah. Carter, the film played by. So my opinion, I'm curious to hear what yours is, but I think um, (laughs) Chris Pratt, (laughs) but what sold me on him was his performance as Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. Mm. He's the lovable idiot. Kind of okay. chubby, kind of nerdy, yeah. kind of stupid. <laughs> That's me, in a nutshell. I am Andy Dwyer. <laughs> I can see it. 
<laughs> so he, it's it's great that he got all shredded for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and all. Yeah. That. He needs to gain some more of that weight back as as Andy, <laughs> and then he can play me. We're gonna need you to unshred for the Carter biopic, Chris. Also, Randall Parks in it too. Right, of course he's got to play my my good friend Dylan. <laughs> Well, there's only one answer that could be right to play you, Carter, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling you already know who it is. Oh, no. It's got to be Hollywood's hardest working actor, Tom fucking Hanks. <laughs> uh, considering his age, it would have to be me later in life. So hopefully I yeah. do something really good to deserve a biopic. Hopefully you make it that like make it to that age. Because at the rate you're going with your crow attack in my mind and how far this show is going, I don't think you're going to make it to 40, dude. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's going to be Tom Hanks. It's a de-aged Tom Hanks. Mm, yeah. That or Denzel Washington, but only because <laughs> I'm a jerk. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Oh, man. Next up, we have the third Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. The upcoming conclusion. This is the third one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's mm-hmm. already been two movies. It was Fantastic Beasts and then Crimes of Grindelwald and now Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Oh. If you listen carefully enough, the past whispers to you. We're here to see Albus Dumbledore. That would be my brother. The world as we know it is coming undone. Grindelwald is pulling it apart with hate. If we're to defeat him, you'll have to trust me. This is the team that's going to take down the most dangerous wizard in over a century. A magizoologist, his indispensable assistant. Wizard descended from a very old family, a school teacher, and a muggle. Dumbledore asked that I give you something, Jacob. Are you kidding me right now? Who wouldn't like our chances? Off to save the world, are we? Things are not quite what they appear. Swivel, but delicately. I'm swiveling, I'm swiveling. points to Hufflepuff. Can I? Mm-mm. Very dangerous. It's very powerful. We've got in the wrong hands, you know. Mess you up. Where did you get it? 
Look out for Christmas. So I'm not sure what the exact uh, date is, but it says coming April. 22, so mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. A couple months. Thoughts? The trailer looks really good. It does. Big Eddie Redmayne fan here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually, I've come to discover that I'm not Tara's love of her life. It's Eddie Redmayne is the <laughs> love of her life. And I'm not I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. He's, he's a fucking, he's a weird, handsome guy. And, and good for, and I hope they have a happy life together. <laughs> While I sit here and do this show, right? <laughs> but I, I like it. Um, I really hated the second movie because it was so long and it was so dark and it was just like, I don't know, it was like a DC brooding film. Yeah. Nothing really happened besides Grindelwald being bad. Mm-hmm. And then now they screwed up the casting because they took Johnny Depp out. Yeah. Due to a seriously, uh, now opinion moment. I think Johnny Depp is in the clear, like personally, like I think he's, Oh, I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some controversy surrounding that and they recast him just to avoid any legal issues and allegations while he's in his, um, lawsuit against his wife or ex-wife or whatever, Amber Heard. Yeah. Um, which I feel is really unfair Mm -hmm. because Amber Heard got to be in her, in her movie. She's going to be in Aquaman too. Mm -hmm. Um, but, in the meantime, Johnny Depp was recast and fired from this project. So that's really unfortunate. And I wish they hadn't done that. Agreed. Um, and I know there are a lot of people that feel very strongly about that and don't want to see this movie because of that. Um, I think the other half is um, uh, JK Rowling. Mm-hmm. Who's she's been in the media recently, right? She's made some, some negative comments. Yeah. To the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. So this is that weird moment in our lives where it's like something we love is being uh, kind of torn apart by exterior forces. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not a valuable conversation. I, I'm I'm there too. But it's like, I, I had one other Harry Potter friend that, and I'm, I'm not obviously in all of our friendships and our families. I'm like the least Harry Potter like guy. <laughs> in essence, I just, I really like the series. Yeah. But I'm not like, I didn't read the books. I'm not emotionally invested. I don't know all the facts. I'm kind of in a similar boat there. Yeah. Are, are you, I always felt like you were like, totally into the like you knew all the stuff too i always felt like you were my head's just full of useless information oh okay <laughs> i i lock on to weird facts <laughs> you play off like as smart <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah i'm really good at putting up that facade <laughs> let's get chris pratt in line one let's get him on here <laughs> i'm not a smart man <laughs> no i i agree i'm kind of in the same boat as you are maybe a little bit more of a fan than yeah. you are but kind of in the same situation and something that i I don't remember who said it to me or where I read it or whatever it was, but somebody recently said, and it was not in res- in reference specifically to this series, mm. but just the fact that there are things that come out every now and then yeah. about people mm-hmm. who said something a long time ago or said something recently that was rude and disrespectful to a certain group of people, or it turns out they abuse women, or it turns out they got into trouble with the law a long Mm. time ago, whatever things have been revealing themselves and people are now wondering, okay, I really liked this thing that this person was involved in. Am I allowed to like it anymore? Mm -hmm. Like, and I share this opinion, but I recently heard that there are so many people involved with movies, with music, with um, stage shows, with books, mm-hmm. things like that. Like it, it's never just one person. It's all like all sorts of media. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I mean, for this specific thing here, J.K. Rowling 
wrote the books mm-hmm. and was very involved in the first um, group of movies, the mm-hmm. Harry Potter series. These movies specifically, the Fantastic Beasts series, mm-hmm. she's not like totally detached. She still is very involved in the wizarding world and all that, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of influence, but she is not the like primary contributor like she's not she's not in the director's like the controlling chair anymore right? exactly yeah, yeah she's not the showrunner yeah she's still involved but she's not the head honcho here mm-hmm. like if if there's anybody we should be mad at over these johnny depp decisions it's probably the warner brothers studio mm. um <clears throat> agreed but there's so many people that are involved in these projects mm-hmm. it's wrong to condemn them over one person and right. that one person's transcri- transgressions mm. Because, like, say you found out a member of your favorite band turned out to have done something really reckless or stupid or said something inappropriate. Right. There's however many other members of that band that still make good music and didn't do anything wrong. Right. So just because one person in a group of five people said something wrong, did something wrong, whatever, Mm -hmm. they're still making good music. And I don't think it's wrong to support something when other people are involved. Or enjoy the previous articles of the work. Exactly. Yeah. I'm still kind of torn on the whole Johnny Depp thing just because Amber Heard isn't getting the kind of consequences that he is. Yes. When, to me, anyway, it's obvious that she's the one that is causing a lot more damage than he is. Mm -hmm. I don't think either of them are innocent, but I think he is definitely trying to um, do better than she is. But yeah, anyway, I think I would still want to see this. Yeah. I don't know if like my wife or her sister would want to see it with us um, or with me or whatever, but I still want to see it. I, I want to see it to make sure that the it's not shitty like the second one. Because mm-hmm. I love the first um, um, <laughs> Fantastic Beast. <laughs> Fantastic Beast. Yeah. I love the first Fantastic Beast. It was very, I was like, wow, this is fun. Mm-hmm. This is a, taking Harry Potter on a whole nother direction. It's, it's, a, it's like Star Wars and The Mandalorian. We ha- are given this massive universe, and for a minute, we don't have to focus on the bullshit of the the main Harry Potter. Like we can go on and have some other cool. Like there's so much um, material ready, yeah, to be absorbed and enjoyed, and, and stories to tell. Mm-hmm. The first one did that. The second one was I don't know what the hell happened in the second one. I couldn't finish it for the love of my life, and I kept <laughs> falling asleep. So this one, on all the controversies aside, um, I'm interested in seeing, and I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you take the con- the other half of the controversy. I'm with you. I think Johnny Depp is innocent. Like in the grand scheme of things, I think he's innocent. Yeah. Has he wronged people before? Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Fame and power and money really puts you in a really shitty spot. Yeah. But I think like Amber Heard has obviously proven that she's quite manipulative in what she's done in her whole life. Between the two, she's the abuser. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I feel like, because I think they had Johnny Depp's exes pop up too, from Mm -hmm. what Tara was explaining to me. And I think that's pretty damning when your exes that you were married to mm-hmm. come up and we're like, no, that's like, you're just making shit up about it. And I would be really upset if my exes came up and defended me and people are like, no, like we'd still think you're shit. <laughs> right. And that's, that's a fucking, that's a shit deal. Mm-hmm. And I liked Amber Heard too. I yeah. Did. But controversy aside, um, Ezra Miller is returning in his role. He looks really good. Mm. I really like Jude Law and his depiction of Dumbledore. Mm. I think that's going to be really good. Um, the comic relief of Jacob. <laughs> oh, Jacob is a highlight. Yeah. Jacob kept me from killing myself in the second film. <laughs> <laughs> that's how important Jacob is to Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who replaced Johnny Depp's character, 
uh, he's one of the Bond villains. He was in Casino Royale. He's also played Hannibal, like in his own TV show. Uh huh. And he was um, Mordo, not Mordo. Who's the other bad guy from Doctor Strange? Oh, the, he's like the the. The, the main bad guy yeah. from, from the first Doctor Strange. Now I can't remember his name. No, Mads no. Mikkelsen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was a fight to get to. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Mads Mikkelsen. Uh-huh. Who is an incredible actor in his own. Right. Um, I wish I still, we still had Johnny Depp, but now that we didn't, it's like, I mean, they could have gave it to, um, what is it? Brad Pitt. Yeah. And the whole first movie, he was played by Colin Farrell. Yeah. Which it was revealed that he was like using a charm or whatever to mm. hide himself, disguise himself. So maybe he's changing his face again to like run from the magical law. Um, Pretty ironic that Colin Farrell was like the the mask mm-hmm. of Johnny Depp. And then and then suddenly in the Batman, Colin Farrell has so much makeup that he is <laughs> not Colin Farrell. Him. He's the Penguin. <laughs> You know who's really mm. underrated that like I'm missing is Colin Farrell. Yeah. He's really good. He hasn't been in much lately. He's the only man that can be stuck in a phone booth for two hours and <laughs> I watched the whole thing, not like fully appreciating the fact that the movie was him in a phone booth for oh, two hours. Man. What movie was that? Uh I think it was called Phone Booth. Oh my gosh. There was like a, a hitman that was like killing people around him and he was stuck in the phone booth. He had to like be on the phone and talk to the guy. <laughs> it was like the it was like something I'd come up with like with you and then being like, Carter, we need to get funding for this. <laughs> It didn't do great. That's funny. I didn't even hear about it. Yeah. You should watch it. It's called Phone Booth. Okay. I'll make you watch it and then review it. Yeah, I'll look that up. <laughs> I'll be sure and do that. As as he hopes, I forget. Right. Which I will. <laughs> okay. Next question. What do you think about when you are alone in the car? Mm. <laughs> Literally anything and everything. I can't think of anything specific. I think about all kinds of stuff when I'm in the car and most yeah. of it is like song lyrics and trying to figure out where I've heard something before or just like talking about ideas like, Oh man, I, th- I, th- I thought I was trying to remember something. There was this detail and I said something stupid. Now I can't remember what it was. Just stupid stuff like that. There's nothing really specific, specific or particular that I think about when I'm alone in the car. Just sometimes I sing along to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> There should be a coming of age teen movie starring you, Carter. <laughs> and it's just you, like you're just a guy trying to live your life. Like you're not, you're not all macho and about beating people up, but you're also mm-hmm. not like a pushover. Like oh my feel, you know, like you're just right in the middle. Like yeah. like the everyday, the everyday guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just curious because for me, it's a it's a constant plotting of world domination. Mm. As as you do, yes. And it always starts with like cutting somebody off as fast as I can. <laughs> like, how do I get around this guy? I don't care if it's a double yellow. Right. No, actually, I, I joke. I think it's the driving in the car is my like time on the couch thing. Yeah. It's where anything and everything just happens all at once. Mm-hmm. It could be like weird, uh, like playing back embarrassing memories and being like, Ugh, like, and you cringe, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Right. <laughs> all the way down to like, I had an interview with the mayor uh, for my position on the arts council. And I was like. I really didn't like talking to her. Like <laughs> just <laughs> weird things like that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. What's our next one? Next up we have, you don't know because I shuffled them. You did. Yep. Ooh, the Adam project. This was um, a super bowl ad. I was told. Yeah. It, there was a teaser for it during the super bowl. This is a Netflix original. Mm. Netflix has once again, 
what's the right adjective to use here? Uh, promised, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Um, they announced that they were planning to release one new movie or series every week for the year of 2022. Oh, so this is early in their plans here. This, um, apparently I, I didn't even hear about it until the Super Bowl. So this is a recent, I have no clue about this. Mm-mm. Um, and I haven't seen the full trailer yet either. So this is, um, beyond what was just shown in the teaser, but this is Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana is in it. Mm. Um, and the director who did Free Guy, mm. also same director. Oh, okay. So Ryan Reynolds and, and the director of Free Guy teamed up again. Because you got my attention now. Mm-hmm. What's going on, honey? Oh, and it's Jennifer Garner. the third time you've been suspended for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you think I'd be better at it by now. I don't understand you. Dad would. I miss him, too, you know. But, son, you need to think about your future. Because it's coming. Sooner than you think. You know, fall down and scream. <laughs> you knew how to get in my dad's garage. You knew how to close the fridge. We have the same scar. Right here. And you're wearing my dad's watch. This watch. It's for me. That's classified. But yes. Where are you going? Time travel exists. This world, our world, everything has already been changed. That's why we're gonna put the genie back in the bottle. Adam? Dad. Grab onto that railing, hold on for dear life, and try not to pass out from the G's, okay? Hey, what's a G? That looks really good. That actually, yeah. I, I'm only sold on it because of Ryan Reynolds and um, the director of Free Guy. Mm-hmm. That was because we obviously ended up, I was just elated about Free Guy. Yeah. Free Guy was fantastic. Um, this looks very sci-fi, very futuristic kind of time copy. Feels like it could be very, very crappy. 
It could be. It could be like disastrously crappy. Oh yeah, who knows? I hope there's not too much <laughs> Jennifer Garner in it. Oh my gosh. I don't like Jennifer Garner. Oh really? I just there's something about her. I just don't I don't oh. like her. Okay. Maybe it's because it was Electra. She played Electra one time oh. and she just ruined my life. <laughs> wow. Or maybe it's her really defined cheekbones. Maybe you shouldn't give her so much power. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner lives rent free in my mind. <laughs> There's only one woman I like, I dislike more than Jennifer Garner, and that has to be Nicole Kidman. Oh, gosh. Yes. And it's nothing to do with her acting or her film. Nope. It's just the intro at AMC. Why? Why? Every time. Did you hear me? Like, we went to a movie recently. I heard you groan. Yeah. I was like, ah. Uh. I was like the loudest groan in the theater. Like, shut up, Nicole Kidman. Just get to the movie already. Yeah. Um, but no, anyway, Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, Jennifer Garner. Um, <laughs> she who shall not name. <laughs> Shoot, now I can't remember his actual name. Bruce Banner from the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, he plays uh, Bruce Banner. Uh, uh, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> I have to think Ruffles Chips to remember it. <laughs> Word association. Yeah, yeah. Ruffalo, uh, Ruffalo, Ruffles have ridges, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> his hair has ridges. <laughs> oh, it does, doesn't it? It's he? all curly, yeah. Ruffles have ridges, Mark Ruffalo has ridges, oh, Mark my Ruffalo. Gosh. So yeah, anyway, it, <laughs> I think it looks promising. I think it could be a good one. And when Netflix makes an original movie and puts in a big cast, yeah. most of the ones I've seen have been really good. Like Red Notice was really good. Do you really like Red Notice? I did. I okay. enjoyed that one. Um, I've only seen bits and pieces and I I had, haven't given it a fair sit, mm. but it felt like... Yeah, you should watch it all the way through. It felt passable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, Netflix, Netflix original... Only available on Netflix March 11th. I think it's going to be good. I want to watch it. I'm going to say it's like a 5 out of 10 for me. I'm ready to enjoy and give it a fair run. And I'm also ready to shit on it if it's crap. (laughs) I will say one thing that's very promising about that trailer, Mm -hmm. and it really makes me hope for the human race, is that obviously the world is going to just explode because we just can't seem to like appreciate how serious global warming is. Right. I want the artificial computer system when aliens come to see Earth for the rubble that it is, mm-hmm. and there'll be an AI program like Cortana that just like like pops up. <laughs> it has to be, I don't care what it looks like, it has to be Ryan Reynolds' voice going over to explain to the aliens what has transpired. <laughs> like, time travel is real, uh-huh. and this is Earth as uh, not as what you would think it would be. <laughs> we were once a civil, you know, it has to be, he's got the perfect museum narrator voice. He does. That has just enough aura of like curiosity, mm-hmm. mischief, and yet informative all at once. With a sarcastic undertone. Yes. So if you ask the AI, like, well, you know, are there any humans left? And it's like, well, would you look around? What do you see? That would be Ryan Reynolds' AI. Yeah. Look around. What do you see? Obviously, no. Do we have any more questions? Or are we yes. out? Yes, we have questions. All right. It is your turn. My turn. That's a hat tag. <laughs> That's two questions. All right. ASMR. Oh, yeah. Mm. 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 Favorite movie, either of all time or at the moment? Mm. Ooh. That's a very good and That's a difficult one. It is difficult. Gosh. I knew it would be. <laughs> of all time or at the moment? And it has to be a movie, right? Mm-hmm. It can't be like a show or something. I mean, I would settle for a series or a franchise. I would say so far, it's not at the moment, but of all time, uh, and it's it's making its way to Disney Plus soon because it's been taken off Netflix. 
I got to say Daredevil, the Netflix series. Mm. That is just a weird bar that it. I did not expect it to be good. I started and I was just blown away by storytelling, everything. And it does what a movie can't, which is give you a lot of world building. Mm-hmm. Movies, unfortunately, can't do that because you only got a couple hours to do, make this all happen. Right. So, and that's not the fault of the movie. But I got to say the Daredevil series on Netflix. It's one of the one of the best fight scenes I've seen, like done with a not CG budget. Yeah. Because there was there was in season two, there's a there's a, a it was like an eight minute fight scene. Mm-hmm. that they had to do from in the prison and it was like no cuts just we start the fight and it has to go all the way through right him fighting from the inside the prison to getting out of the prison mm-hmm. and to achieve all that without like doing cgi or cuts like on a i don't know at the time it wasn't like a massive budget but yeah. obviously at this point if you are netflix making a netflix movie there is an unlimited amount of cash you can swim in to make your thing oh for sure yeah so i say daredevil nice okay. netflix series now Disney Plus. It's coming to Disney Plus soon. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah. So I when they they, they told me they're taking it off, I was like, well, <laughs> what are we going to do now? <laughs> haven't watched it in like three years. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's not like I've been using it. <laughs> What's yours? At the moment, um, I can't think of an all-time favorite because I see so there's many movies. There's so many movies. There's yeah. so many movies and there's so many that have kind of come and gone and I've had favorites for a while and, you know, can't even think of any anymore. Mm. Um, but right now, my favorite movie at the moment is infinity war oh that held a high place in my mind for a very long time yeah i really enjoyed seeing it it was the culmination of the last 10 years of marvel movies that we had been seeing Mm. just brought all of the stories together um very cool experience the theater going experience was awesome for that one too yeah so that was my favorite is my favorite currently um, and I think Spider-Man, the newest one, no way home yeah. was also like right up there, but it's kind of starting a new chapter. Right. So it's not quite, it's a transitional film, right? Yeah. Yeah. So both of those are kind of up there for me, but I think the, the ending of the Avengers series, infinity war. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if that's a film now, I'm curious, what's a series? Cause I know you like some of your series too. What's Probably it? stranger things. Stranger things. Yeah. Oh, that is a really good series, mm-hmm. isn't it? My wife and I have been rewatching that uh, to get ready for the next uh, season coming out in May. Yeah, May. That's right here. End of May. Um, part one of season four comes out, and then part two comes out in July. My daughter's coming in May, so I feel like I'm going to neglect her some and watch Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to neglect her. You can like you know hold her, feed her. Take nope. care of her and nope. watch Stranger Things. Nope. My wife who just <laughs> delivered the baby is going to be miserable and just beat up. And I'm going to be like, hold that child for two hours. I need to watch a show. <laughs> need to catch up on this before the next season comes out. I can't be shitty dad. Oh, my God. If you don't do your portion of the job, which is everything. <laughs> I joke. I'm trying to be the best dad I can be. Right. Um. Actually, you know what? Movie. I'm going to say Daredevil is my series mm-hmm. of all time so far movie left field here uh the secret life of walter mitty that was a good one i every time i watch it i feel better mm-hmm. like it really puts my life in a perspective that i shouldn't have to put my head down all the time right like, i should like live my life yeah not just try to maintain it like what is it not survive but thrive mm. yeah and it's just it's nice very good yeah i like that so next we have the northman 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 <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I think both are right. Both okay. are valid. Yeah. All right. 
Behold. He's here. He's here. Mother! Father is here! The king, my lady. The king. Your fate is set and you cannot escape it. How oh, I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father. My king. looks epic pretty cool huh very highlander yeah very big viking yeah it's, <laughs> it's hitting all the right buttons for me mm-hmm. um i've been playing valheim uh, every thursday mm-hmm. and it's just i love it's just it's so cool there's vikings are in right vikings are in right now and i'm all about it as an as as farthest thing from a viking as possible that i am <laughs> i'm totally into the whole yeah valhalla mm-hmm. all that shit really cool the cast is pretty big too. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Skarsgård, probably one of the brothers of like Bill and yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> well, there's a Bill Skarsgård and there's a Stellan Skarsgård. Sk- Stellan is their dad. Oh, he's okay. um, he is Bootstrap Bill from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's also the scientist professor, whatever from Thor. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And Bill Skarsgård was uh, Pennywise. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Jeez so Louise. I can't remember anything I know of that Alexander has been in, but I think he's their brother. Okay. Or he's Bill's brother out and uh, Stellan is their father. The, the dad. Yeah. But also your favorite, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give her a fair chance because I, I do like her in movies. Yeah. I just, for, I, I want to be reminded why I liked her before. Mm-hmm. And so far, just seeing her telling me how to feel at AMC is just the sourest taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. She was in The oh. New Mutants. Yes. She was really good in it. Mm-hmm. She is in Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything she's in, she is incredible. 
and I have a small crush on her because I don't know if her eyes are gigantic and she's like a freaking doll. Very good up and coming actress. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I personally have named her in my mind, Anya Taylor, joy, joy. <laughs> she brings me joy, joy. Every time I, I see her. <laughs> and she has three names, which cracks me up. Yeah. But she's really good. And obviously she looks like mesmerizing in this. Mm-hmm. She will capture a scene. If she's in a scene and she starts talking, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like I'm totally mesmerized. Also Willem Dafoe. Yes. Yes, and it's been a long time since I've seen Green Goblin do something non-Green Goblin-y. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was The Northman. That's mm-hmm. our last trailer. We had a few, but this episode turned out to be longer. Right. We had a few extras just in case we went and blew through these, but the I feel like we actually spent a good time on these. A lot. We spent more time than I thought we would. I thought we were just going <laughs> to buzz right through these. Nope. Right. So I think 10's the number. We talk too much. Yeah, we do talk too much. <laughs> but it is a podcast. We should finish up with one of these questions. Is there how many questions are left? There are two. Let's just do both. Perfect. Mm. Serendipitous. <laughs> you first. If you could star in a movie, what movie slash franchise or character would you want to be cast as? I would want to be the getaway driver. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like have in a heist movie. It, it, it's a heist movie and a getaway driver. I have um, a friend has told me what it's like to get away from the cops in a car. Not that I know personally or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to put the skill set that I have experienced at some point in my life mm-hmm. may or may not have <clears throat> actually correction. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I allegedly have experience in <laughs> evading police officers on the public roads. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I'd like to utilize my alleged skills in a movie at least <laughs> once. Uh, and and you actually have been an actual race car driver. I, I have. Yes. So there you go. There's some real world experience that you could admit to. I also got in a lot of trouble uh, transporting illicit goods in a vehicle. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> From local law enforcement. So oh, um, man. those records are expunged. So I'm all good now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would love to be in a heist movie and a, and a getaway car. Yeah. Um the transporter series Ooh, yeah. really ignited the imagination. Jason Statham. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. it was like the, ooh, it was really, they're really good. <laughs> uh, they got weirder as time went on. Right. But I think nothing baby driver proves to me that you can never go wrong with a properly executed heist movie. Oh yeah. If you do it right, it's a good time. Baby driver was fantastic. That it was, was a great movie. Just fun. All like there was ooh, like <laughs> all star cast. Um, some well-known, some not well-known. Edgar Wright's great director. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was just a cool vibe. It was like watching a, the coolest music video of my life. Mm-hmm. And so if I can have just like an ounce of that brilliance and genius mm-hmm. and a chance to be in it, I don't have to star. Literally, it could be about the the robbing guys. Sure. I just show up and is a getaway driver. Right. For, I don't know, six minutes of the movie and then I'm out for the rest. <laughs> I get killed in a fiery blaze, whatever. I right. Mean. What's yours? <laughs> So my two favorite franchises right now are obviously Marvel and Star Wars. Mm. I think it would be super awesome to be cast as not like a major main character, like you said, Mm. wouldn't even need to be a major main or anything like that, but to be a Jedi or um, a superhero of some sort from the MCU, I think that would be super cool. Mm. I'd take, I'd, I don't know if, if I'd be well in a Marvel, but I'd definitely take you up on the Jedi thing. Right. I'd, I'd be a Sith, though. Mm. That'd be fun. Like a Sith school for shitty children. I'd definitely be one of them. You could be one of the Inquisitors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Invading foreign lands for queen and country. Mm. Uh, okay. If you had a time machine, 
would you go to the future or back to the past? You can only like go, it can only run once. One or the other. So one runway trip, but you only get one choice, back or forward. Okay. Do you have an answer first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I do. I'm going forward. <laughs> I already knew what happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I already saw the old movies. Like, I need to know what's what's the sequels are. Right. So I can make proper decisions. Hmm. I think I would be too disturbed by going to the future. There's, yeah. there's so many unknowns and I would either be horrified or disappointed. Oh, uh, okay. I think like just because of how much craziness is happening right now, it's the world's only going to get crazier. Yeah. Yeah. So I would rather go to the past and see things that I've only like read about or mm. heard in stories. <laughs> Plus <laughs> there's the whole uh, Biff thing from, you know, back to the future. Like if you go to the past and, you know, make a bet on something that you know happened oh or, right or just like put a dollar into a trust fund from you know a hundred years ago yeah then you're you know rich beyond belief when you get back <laughs> that was actually my thing is going to the future to see what like stocks are soaring because mm. to me like the stock market is totally like bullshit <laughs> made up imaginary it's just fucking wealthy people trying mm-hmm. to scam each other and then try to scam poor people into like getting involved. Yeah. So I'm like stock market. I got to know what the current like shtick is, you know? Uh-huh. So you can get back and do what you need to do to yeah. get to the future. So then I can invent a better system of scamming rich people out for their money. Mm. Because that's, that's my whole thing is like, I'm all about that Robin Hood <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Eat the rich, feed the poor. Right. Like, let's do it right now. Not you. I'm not speaking for Carter. Just me. Yep. I don't, I don't know. How would you, would you pick a certain time zone or time point that you're like, I got to see that. I think the, either the industrial revolution mm. or like early, early 1900s would be cool. So, so just boom, you put, you pop up and then like Oliver twist is on the other side of that window and he's like, please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Cause that, that's industrial revolution. I think something like that. Yeah. So like <laughs> late 1800s, early 1900s yeah. where, you know, people are building locomotives or the first car was built yeah. and seeing all this new industry and, you know, all these old black and white photos that we've seen of the first mm. beginnings of like the city of Spokane was founded late to 1800s and it looks totally different than it does now. Yeah. You know, stuff like that where I could see it in person and really get to see it for myself. That'd be cool. I'd say the first flying car. That's what I tell the computer mm. uh, or not the first, but like when flying cars are our mainstream, our mainstream, <laughs> I want to see what the fifth element looks like publicly accessible. Yeah. <laughs> Because what I can tell you right now is driving on the road on a nice, hot summer day, mm. 90 degrees, two vehicles moving in the same direction can somehow get into a massive accident <laughs> with each other and end up on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy on us as soon as you add another plane of movement as in the, <laughs> the upper axis. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like the growing pains will be massive and brutal and terrible for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. But I'm curious on what that future looks like. Mm-hmm. And also whatever stock market thing I can gamble right way back when I come, you know what I mean? Whatever weird investment thing, mm-hmm. beanie babies, what? you know, what I mean? like space beanie babies. I don't know. <laughs> Speeny, speeny babies. Speeny babies. That's right. That's all I got. I, we got really good trailers. A lot to look forward to this year. Film wise. Definitely. I don't know how many slash if any of these will actually like, try to review but we definitely have lots up and coming as far as review stuff goes yeah good plans that are already set and we're up and coming on that but yeah these movies look fantastic and you and i being fans of movies just knowing that these are coming out and 
excited to see them. I think they're going to be really good. I'm glad that you're the grounded one that reminds me that stranded streaming is about streaming shows and not just going to the theater, which right. is so hard for me. Cause I'm like, I want to go to the theater and see things all the time. Right. <laughs> which we can still do. And yeah. We still do. We just need to wait till it hits streaming. Right. So some of these movies, we're not going to cover them like at launch unless there's something specific about them that is, has some attribute, I guess. Yeah. Um, I only had one closing thing and it was during the Batman trailer. I forgot to say this, but the guy, I think it's the the Riddler mm. on the other side of Batman through that window. And he's like, I've been trying to reach you. I was waiting for him to say about your car's extended warranty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I was reading somewhere a lady, his, her husband was going in for his first colonoscopy and she was in there for him to help change. Mm-hmm. And when they knocked him out, she stuck a little note between his butt cheeks. Oh, no. So when the doctors, when he went in, the doctors opened up his butt cheeks. They got a little note and it says, we've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. <laughs> and apparently the medical, uh, the people doing the procedure were very, very thrilled about it. Oh, that's hilarious. So now I'm thinking I'm going to tell Tara to do that for mm-hmm. my first call. Because well, I think we have to do it in our 35, right? It's. I thought it was 40, but maybe, it 40? It's, maybe it's earlier now. I don't know. I mean, get your screenings where you can. Right. It, you know, I'm just, I'm definitely for, I'm pro staying on top of your personal health, but, uh, <laughs> yep. now, now, now I have to, now you're making me think about colonoscopies. <laughs> well, now I made you make me think about colonoscopies <laughs> and that's how you end an episode of oh, stranded boy. and streaming. Yep. Get your butt checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You got anything else? I no, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had fun with this. I think we should do this at least annually. Yeah. If not, maybe twice a year. I think twice a year is a good room. Because most of these movies that we just looked at are coming out either summer or earlier. Yeah. It should be more close to launch sequel or uh, trailers. Right. It can't be a trailer for a movie a year from now. Yeah. I think that's not fair. So we could do this again, like maybe um, August or September for movies that are coming out more towards like the end of the year. Yeah. I think it was cool. So um, sound off. Let us know if you enjoyed this. And I'm curious to see what it sounds like, uh, you know, listening to the episode with just the sounds of the trailers. Yeah. Because we've just seen them. So I'm curious what it's like to actually listen to a trailer like this instead of watch a trailer. <laughs> it's still epic. I, I think so. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, but yeah, let us know if you like this and if you would like to see this happen again. And yeah, just keep in touch. Send us your requests if you want requests and um, interact with us on our Instagram. Send thoughts, feelings, and if you do so inclined, money. <laughs> <laughs> DM us on how to do that. It'll be illicit. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm. If you made it this far and you like the show, please hit subscribe on whatever podcast listening platform you use. We're available on all major platforms such as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and more. To stay up to date and keep in touch, check out our Instagram, at Stranded and Streaming. We'll post regular updates there for our followers. Feel free to send us a DM if you have any comments, questions, or requests for future reviews. But most importantly, thanks thanks for for listening. listening.